Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio. You are our focus. We want you to know that you matter in the world and that you're important to the world. We're here to remind you of just how valuable and needed you are right now. Help us to help others. If you like what you hear, tell your friends, post, tweet, pin, let everyone know how amazing Angel Heart Radio is. So again, welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by angellight777.com. I'm Annette McCoy and I'm delighted to say that with me is Marnie Perna, our resident kinesiologist. As well as being a kinesiologist, Marnie is an author, a presenter, speaker, she has a workshop runner. My goodness me. Marnie is a woman with many talents and we're very honoured to have her here on Angel Heart Radio. Welcome, Marnie. Welcome, Annette. Thank you very much for all those tags. It's lovely. Well, you have many these days. And I I'm do, yes. Sure. Yes, and it, I think if we all think about the, the many things that we might do, we'd be surprised, actually, at the tags that we can give ourselves. Yes, we think of ourselves as just, I am just so-and-so. But um, mm-hmm. we need to slick that word just, I think, and start to, to claim ownership of who we are and, and to embrace our many talents because we think because we can do them, everyone can. And we don't realise that for other people looking into our area or our, our energy or our um, commitment to work and all that kind of stuff, they're going, oh, my God, how does she do all that? Whereas we might be mm-hmm. looking back at them and going, oh, my God, how does she do all that? <laughs> you know, so we forget to, um, to celebrate and honour our own achievements and our own um, unique talents. That's right. Marnie, I have a special treat this morning. I'm hoping for everybody because I noticed that Anaya Joy Holily is on the switchboard and <laughs> I want to seize a moment and say, Anaya, welcome to your own network. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Anaya. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Marnie. I sense, Anaya, that you knew it was important to ring in this morning and I just want some feedback on my sound because whilst it sounds good from my end, I'm not so sure about what's going out over the airwaves. Okay, well, what I'll do is I will, because I'm on the switchboard, everything sounds fine, just go into the show, I'll have a listen, I will send you um, a message to let you know how it sounds. Or problem. How's that? Fabulous. Very I'll good. send you a Skype message. All right, everyone. My work here is done. I'm flying off to play Listening <laughs> Angels. <laughs> All right. See ya. Thank you, oh, FMG. See ya. Bye, everyone. Bye. Lots of love. Anaya has shows on <laughs> on here too, and as I said earlier podcasts are fabulous so if I'm mentioning a show that you might have missed like the one last Saturday morning live it was on the Archangel series and I know that Archangel Gabriel paid a visit and you're thinking oh my I've missed it well please go to angelheartradio.com and you can listen to the podcast even better if you want an extra treat why not visit Anaya's uh, own website, which is angellight777.com. Now, that has two L's. There's two words, but they make one word, if that makes sense. angellight777.com. And Marnie, while we're talking about websites... Why don't we talk about yours? Because you two have so much to offer from your website. Thank you. So my website is Kinique, so it's www.kinique.com. Beautiful. Nice and easy. I had somebody asking 
what exactly is kinesiology? And I like to say, oh, kinesiology is when uh, we listen to our body. It's our bodies talking to us, which they do all the time. And, of course, you're trained to listen to our bodies and to hear what they're saying. Yep. So kinesiology, um, if no one, if someone hasn't heard about it, is one of the natural therapy modalities. So it's very aligned to um, Chinese philosophy, but we get to incorporate modern Western knowledge as well. So we um, work with the body systems and the chakras and, and the Chinese philosophy of life, but we also have to have modern knowledge with regards to the movement of muscles and and what's and those kind of things. So structural work. So it's a um, Emotional triggers are dealt with by talking to your arm usually. So I usually, when I speak to a client, I don't always talk to their mouth, I talk to their arm. And uh, that's often referred to as muscle monitoring or muscle response. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense whatsoever. But what I do is I get a muscle that works properly so it knows its job. It knows that if I want to pick up a pen, I know which muscles to expand and which muscles to contract so I can pick up the pen. So when I know the muscle is working um, to its highest good, if I mention a word or an emotion that causes the body a stress reaction, that muscle will momentarily let go. And that says to me, okay, that's a, that's a stress reaction, so therefore that's what I'm dealing with. Mm. It's really great. It's absolutely amazing how the arm talks to you. Well, see, I find it amazing how our bodies speak to us. <laughs> and and yes. yet so many of us... Be, become so entrenched in life and sometimes it's also uh, a denying mechanism I know at one stage I didn't want to listen to my body it was like I was so busy I and I made myself busy so that I wouldn't listen to my body the thing is that the body keeps getting stronger and stronger with its messages and so and I realized that I would much rather be prodded with a feather than a Big yeah, Mac Absolutely, truck. than a brick. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Like, oh, okay. So, and today, Marnie, we're wanting to talk about intuition and how we use our intuition. I mean, do we use our intuition? I know that I use mine and I'm so grateful for it. It's, it's that inner knowing, isn't it? I love it. Uh, it happened to me... This morning, I was trying to make an arrangement for this afternoon, and it wasn't quite sitting right. And then all of a sudden, yes, it did. And it was like, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Love it. Absolutely. I often say that hindsight is the intuition you haven't listened to. Because, you know, when you, right. you think about doing something, you think, oh, yeah, and you just go ahead and do it. And then the result is not quite what you're after. You say to yourself, oh, I knew that. I knew I should have turned left or turned right or I knew not to go today or I knew there was going to be a lot of people. Well, it's that knowing. If you mm -hmm. listened to that knowing, you wouldn't then have this same conversation later on. So just remember the, intu uh, the hindsight or one's hindsight is intuition you haven't listened to because it has given you the message. You've accepted the message but not taken it on board. Um, so therefore you'll have a different outcome. So if you start, if you're finding yourself often saying, oh, I, sh I knew that, I should have known that, you are getting lots of angel messages and it's about time you started to listen to them. Or at least make an informed decision when you get the message. So sometimes mm. you can get a feeling and you go, oh, should I or shouldn't I? Well, give it some thought. Say, okay, well, if I do, what will happen? If I don't, what will happen? It doesn't matter which way you choose. It means that you've made an informed choice about the message you got. Right. Does that make sense? Well, it does. And also, do we realise that we have support from the angels? You know, let's ask for guidance. You know, if, if I get a feeling and I'm unsure, or sure, I might have a decision to make. <laughs> do, I, do I book this now? And... We can, we've can. we got so much guidance out there that we can call on mm -hmm. that sometimes we don't know about it or we forget about it and we think that we're here on our own and we have to make the decision, especially those who might not have loved ones close. I mean, we've got earth angels around us and we've also got the beautiful angels in spirit land 
um, who can. I think you have to start uh, believing that you you know what's in your highest good. So start mm-hmm. to believe that your inner guidance is steering you in the right direction, or at least giving you little signs along the way. We often talk at the, in this um, show about the signs of angels. Well, you know, unique signs of angels and, and common signs of angels are feathers, white feathers especially. But any feather appearing where you think, oh, my God, where did that feather come from? The angels are just letting you know they're, they're around and that they're, they're guiding you and they're, and they're supporting you on your path. And then if you find that feather or a five-cent piece or any monetary amount whatsoever on the ground, they're kind of saying to you, you're on the right track, keep going. It's okay. Or if you're looking for confirmation, they're giving you that confirmation. They're saying to you, absolutely, yes. go for it. All right. Now, if the right. outcome is not the best, it's not the angel's fault. It just means that at the time that they were saying to you, go for it, the circumstances were all in alignment. But something could have happened outside of anybody's control to change that shift a little bit. It doesn't mean their guidance was wrong. It just means, okay, the outcome wasn't exactly what we're after, so let's look for what else we need to do to um, to get to the next level. So it's not always right. about, look, I want, a pot, I, I want to say watermelon to appear in front of me. Well, it's not quite that easy. It's saying, okay, well, if you want a watermelon to appear in front of you, find a fruit shop and you'll find mm-hmm. a watermelon. You know, so it's not always that they give us exactly what we're wanting. What they do is they give us guidance and intuition and, and they align things or, or make sure that circumstances change. And, and another beautiful um, energy that's all angel work is synchronicity. When the synchronicity aligns, that means something happens here, it's a one-off event. And then a similar thing happens or a similar message comes through. Oh, I thought of that before. And then there'll be another. And that, that whole trail of, of synchronicity is about um, is the angel saying, you know, I'm aligning these things so that it works. So take notice. Mm. And, and yes. it's like any sense that we have. You know, we have our normal five senses. Well, intuitiveness and, and angel belief is another sense. So you can train yourself to believe in the intuitive messages. Mm-hmm. Right? And you can be as, as practical as anybody and still have angels. Like before I was a natural therapist, I had a um, an, an upbringing in... in Roman Catholic religion didn't mean I was highly devout. It just meant I had my own core beliefs about religion and my beliefs and things like that. And I realized, although I thought angel work was a little bit strange, I also realized that I often prayed to angels. You know, we had a beautiful prayer we used to get said to us before we went to bed to help us stay safe. I used to ask angels to help me find things. So I sort of stood back and thought, oh, it's not as weird as I thought. It's what I do anyhow. I just didn't know mm-hmm. that that's the kind of thing I was doing. I was doing it in another way. So you, you can Indeed. you can sort of say to yourself, you can believe in, in uh, intuition. Yes. Oh, what we're trying to get across to people today, Marnie, is that there is assistance. And there's, there's assistance there within us that we might not be mm-hmm. tapping into. And there's assistance around us that we might not be tapping into. And just for anyone who's listening that's not quite um, ready to say, okay, well, I'm an angel, I'm a you know, white worker or whatever, just think of the, um, the big businessmen of, the, of the, um, the world or businesswomen, business people. They trust something called a gut intuition or a gut feeling. Their gut feeling is their intuition. It's what they use to judge decisions, and it's the same thing. It's their angels are telling them, and they're doing it in, in the field or the energy work of the stomach. And the stomach is, mm-hmm. the meridian, is all about digesting life. So that when their digestion of life in whatever aspect they're working on is what they're trusting, they go with it. They don't distrust it. They will make a decision instantly because it feels right. So you don't have and- to be- Metaphysical to have angels working with you. No, our listeners might well be listening to their gut feeling, and it's simply another way. It's, in some ways, it's semantics, isn't it? We all, yep. some people pray for what they would like, and we all know that 
we can pray, we can call in angels, we can call on our higher self for direction. It's all about having the trust and knowing what works for each one of us because there are many, many ways that lead to a happy, healthy life. What we're doing is giving people ideas and strategies that we know work for ourselves. Therefore, we're, we're passing on something that our listeners might like to try or they might go, hey, yes, hey, and you might have a story to share with us listeners. We'd love to hear from you. You can call in today and share with us and other listeners on 714-583-6858. Now, what's your experience? Do you use a gut feeling? Have you used it to create something wonderful? And what I'd like to bring in here, Marnie, is the gratitude as well because no matter what comes up in our lives and it's really easy to be grateful for what's great it's a little more difficult (laughs) to stop and think hey I'm going through this really really hard time Mm, am I supposed to be grateful and yet gratitude can work wonders as well Absolutely. Being grateful for, for life is the first gratitude you should have every morning when you wake up. You open your eyes and you go, oh, my God, I'm still alive. And that's an awesome mm. plus. So that's your first mm. gratitude for the day. Whether you acknowledge it or not, it should be just built in like your alarm clock. You should open your eyes and say, oh, thank you, Lord, or thank you, universe, for the gift of another day. Because that's what today is. It's the present. It's the present mm. for you to... to achieve or to do or to exist or to help or to care or to give or to do whatever all right and your circumstances mightn't be the best but that you're still alive you've still got the option to create change all right so Mm. um gratitude is is what is the difference between two people with similar circumstances where one person actually picks themselves up and does something and the other person doesn't one person lives in an energy of gratitude. The other person lives in an energy of, of um, grief and, and negativity and pity and things like that. So you need to step away from that energy because it's a very, very low energy on your scale of reference. So you have a scale of reference that goes from zero to a 1,000 usually. Gratitude is sitting right up above the high sevens, 70s or 700s. Um, pity and... Um, Lack in life and low life energy sits below 50. So if you're sitting below 50, what can you do? What can your guidance give you that will make you lift a little bit? So if you lift a little bit, you actually can start to think about what, what you can do to achieve a better result. And, and it's asking for that guidance, saying, okay, well, what, do I, what am I drawn to be doing? What do I think might make me feel better? Is it sharing an actual a, a cup of tea with someone? Is it smiling at someone? Is it looking for a plant or, or something within the universe that can make us smile? And as soon as you smile, your body releases the happy hormones and it starts to lift it up. All right, so you have to get out of that negativity down the bottom and start to build on positive aspects. And, and same with your health. When your health is low, it's sometimes a lot harder to to find your way out it's like trying to find your way out of a paper bag without knowing where the opening is but you know bit by bit you can do it and start listening to your body saying okay well I'm feeling really sore in my chest so I've got low heart energy what can I do about that do I need to see a doctor do I need to find out if there's actually something wrong with my heart which then gives me the information to move forward so find out where you're feeling it where do you feel your negative response there's always a body system that, that is, we call it the fall guy. You've got a low energy body system that when, you're, when something's going along and you feel like you're being put in back to that person, it's the same energy. So someone that gets asthma, it's their lung meridian that goes back to that negative response all the time because it's the fall guy. It's the one that the body knows is the lowest energy generally. So it'll just go, okay, let's go back to the lungs because we're used to that. So you often have a, a, a definite place that is your low point. For some people, it's their bowels. Other people, it's their throat. 
So where in your body mm. do you know you flick back to when, when things are getting too much? And then listen to it. Start to tap into your knowledge. You've got it. Yes, it's self-belief, isn't it? We, mm. <laughs> well, yeah. we do need the expertise of others. We can also listen to ourselves as well. Now, what again, going back to that gut feeling, the intuition. Now, if we really yeah. listen to our bodies, it's, they're telling us our bodies are amazing. It is. Sometimes people think, oh, I just thought that because I know me. So when they're first starting to um, to trust that intuition and trust the messages, they um, and especially when you're you're a healer as well, because you have to learn to trust the information you're getting as well. So you might be working with a client, and and the message the body is giving you says um, one thing. Like I can tell you one example. Sorry, I'm making a noise here. Um, <laughs> I had a client who was I was working with, and the message came up from her arm that she needed a homeopathic remedy. Okay, so I was quite confident with that. I thought, yes, I can do that. And I just asked the room, where is this homeopathic remedy? Now, I pointed to the drawer that I hold all my homeopathic pillules in. And the answer I got from her arm was, no, that's not the space. And so my self-doubt says, oh, really? You sure? So you double-check. No, no, definitely not there. And it guided me to this little cupboard that wasn't used very much in my clinic and a particular drawer in that cupboard. Now, my self-belief was going really down at that stage because in my head, I was fully convinced there was nothing in that drawer that could have been considered homeopathic. There wasn't because I kept my homeopathic remedies in this other place. So my self-belief is going, oh, my Lord, this is not going to work well (laughs) and trying to work out how I can get around it because her arm was quite insistent that it was in this other spot or her muscle response when I say her arm. So I went, oh, okay, so, you know, I've just got to do this and I'll see how I can work my way around it at the outcome. Now, when I opened that drawer, I found to my great surprise a little bottle of um, holy water in a little container that my daughter had bought back from Italy. And it was a bit of holy, a bit of holy water when she'd done a school um, trip in Italy and it was from Francis of Assisi. So it was all about the animals. So I said to this lady, I said, oh, we've got some holy water here and it's it's from Francis of Assisi and he's the guardian angel of animals. Well, this lady on my table just burst into uncontrollable sobs and I'm thinking, oh, goodness, what's happening? So, you know, you ask the question, you say, yeah, okay, and how? why is that relevant to you? And she had just lost her dog of 16 years. Right? Mm. And I... It hadn't come up in conversation because it wasn't relevant to her health journey that she was having. But the angels or her guidance knew that she needed to release that grief. Even Mm -hmm. enough of a little bit to be able to tell me about it. But it surely trusted my belief that day because I'm thinking, oh, no, what am I going to (laughs) do? So, you know, very much a... A thing for me to say, you know, trust us, guys. You're working in this field. Trust what you've been given mm. or shown. But it was so healing for that lady. It was just beautiful. And, um, you know, and perhaps her dog guided us there as well. But whatever it was, the guidance on that day was amazing. And it is about trust, Marnie. Mm. I know yeah. I... I sat to meditate, closed meditation circle for several years and we were always told, trust what you get, irrespective of uh, how a person might respond to a message that we've had from yep. spirit. Trust, trust. And <laughs> it really is. And I've been on both sides of that fence. Um, yeah. Someone's <laughs> received awesome. a message from me and they've gone, what? <laughs> Yeah. This guy once said to me, shoes, I'm getting this message, shoes. And I laughed and I said, yes, my late husband on the very first date, he arrived with odd shoes on his feet. Oh, so, and so that meant so much to me and it was validation that Barry was coming through. And so if that gentleman 
who was acting as a medium, if he had said, oh, you know, that doesn't make sense, he would have been robbing me of that comfort to know that, yes, Barry was um, sending a message. So we do, um, it comes, it doesn't matter what our role is in life. It's so important to trust, (laughs) as you say, get out of our heads because the head wants it oh no 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 we have to get out of there at times and really listen and take note even though it might seem strange to our thoughts I think too that it's not always meant to make sense to us as the facilitators Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm. I I don't believe that I should um, give people bad news or say to them, oh, you're going to die on the 26th of whatever Mm. in such and such a year. I I think that's not part of what my position in life is to do. And anything could happen before that date to to make a change. So I don't believe in giving people bad news or nasty news. But I believe in being able to say, this is the energy I'm feeling. Does that make sense to you? And the person will generally relate to it. The same as when an emotion comes up for whatever reason, and sometimes they're just... Uh, verbs or words for the emotion what it means to me could be totally different what it means to the next person so it's not up to me to say well this is what that word means I actually go to a dictionary I get the dictionary out and I read the the true meaning of the word and and say to the person does that make more sense to you and they are then able to make their own interpretation of what that word meant to them and why this emotion came up but, but it is very much a um, a trust on both sides too. And you could, as equally as we get the messages that feel right for us, we often get a message to say, if this doesn't feel right, trust that as well. Because for whatever reason at that particular time, your body has, has suddenly registered danger and said, okay, this is feeling dangerous to me for whatever reason. Trust that as well. But know that mm. you can put the word yet there. So I don't fit with this this statement or this conversation yet and if you say that it allows your body to say okay well I'm just going to park that for the moment because something might happen to make me understand it better all right so it it just meant that some aspect of whatever was going on did flick a little switch in your body your memory trigger of of danger from some experience so trust that as well it is a very useful um, tool to have that you know you don't have to discount everything, but you can park it until you make sense of it. Mm. Because not everything you feel makes sense. And you can't always say, well, I dislike that person, and you can't say why. So you don't have to own that dislike. You can say, okay, well, I don't dislike them at the moment, but I might learn something about them that makes me feel more at ease. And that's okay as well. So to thine own self be true was a mantra that I used a long time in my natural therapy training because so many things didn't make sense to me. <laughs> I was a real green old. <laughs> and um, I really had to work at, at, at allowing and, and believing and, and being able to tap into that, that whole different spectrum of, of a way of life. I love it to bits now. But honestly, I did go kicking and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I was very much, oh, no, that can't make sense. That's ridiculous. How can that work? And until I could get it in my head or start to step back and get out of my own space and look at it and go, hmm, actually, maybe yes. So so do trust and do, um, do learn to acknowledge. And when something, that's the other thing we forget to do. You know the people that get that impression that someone's going, or they haven't heard from someone for a while. We talk about this a lot in, in angel work. You, you haven't heard from someone for a while and you think of them and then all of a sudden the next day or a day later the phone rings and that's that person. What we need to do is say to ourselves, God, we're good. I knew that was going to happen. How Because what we often do is go, oh, that was bizarre. How did I know that was mm. going to happen? So you're putting it into that negative energy field. Put it into the mm. positive and just go, oh, yes, this is mm. awesome. And it, um, well, it just makes you not disbelieve. It starts to build that, that, um, that belief in self and belief in, in your self-knowledge. Indeed. And it, mums are very good at intuition. Mum knows when the child's not well. Before she's had a, anyone it confirm it, she knows that there's something unusual or different or not right sitting there. And right? So a doctor, many doctors who say when, when the mum's worried, I'm worried. Right. Now, Marnie, 
I know Anaya yes. wants to say something, and I'm also aware we've got Sandy from Atlanta who yeah. rang in very early in the show, and so I would like to bring Sandy to the microphone after we speak to Anaya Joy Holily. Hello, Anaya. Hello, Annie. Thanks so much for bringing me on. And Sandy, I won't take too much time because I am aware that you've been waiting a long time. But when you were speaking, Marnie, um, you already know about this, Annette, but when you were speaking, I got a really strong urge to ring in when we're talking about our bodies and what our bodies are are, are saying to us about how they're feeling. Over the last couple of months, I had uh, breast pain in my right breast. And what happened was I... um, it brought up for me all these hidden fears that I've got about cancer, mm. right? So I started working with Archangel Raphael and my, 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 all my energy systems and talking to my body and all of those sorts of really wonderful and powerful tools that we can all activate. And yet at the same time, I was still feeling really scared about it. And I realized yeah. what I needed to do, like you said, was I actually needed to go to the doctor and get a scan, mm. So that's what I did. And it took me quite a while to get myself there. But I did. I went. And, of course, I got the scan. uh, I got the uh, referral for the scan and the breast pain went away. (laughs) And it had been waking me up in the night, right? So it Mm. went away. So I went along and I had the, um, the scan. And the beautiful lady there giving the scan, I said to her, so you spend your days helping people. And she looked at me and she said, well... I spend my days looking for things. I said, you know, when people come in to see you, there may be fear, uncertainty. Um, There can be a lot of things going on for the people in my position. And so from my perspective, you're here helping me and your energy Mm. is lovely and you've made such a difference in my day today. And her whole energy just went boom. It just shifted. And so did mine. So I realized that there were many benefits to that experience, none the least, of course, revealing to me the area that I need to direct my healing energy to. So Mm. you're absolutely spot on, and I just felt I wanted to share that with people. So if anyone else is experiencing something like that that may be scaring them, it isn't necessarily something that is uh, occurring in your body that is uh, a cause for, for concern or treatment, but taking that action, going to get medical assistance to make sure that there wasn't something underlying and using my own energy created a whole wonderful experience for me and it can for other people too. Yeah, indeed. Mm. Mm. So thank you for the opportunity. You can't heal what you can't feel. That's right. And if you're getting that message and you're feeling it, yeah. Mm. Yep. Thanks, okay. Anaya. I don't know what the You're welcome. Well, I'm going to go. I can see you've got lovely callers on the line waiting. I know. Let's see if we can get to all Me of and them. my healthy breast. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Marty, we do. We have three callers. Let's see awesome. if we can. Is it wonderful? So first of all is Sandy from Atlanta. Thank you for joining us on the show, Sandy. Hello. Hello. Hi, Sandy. Marnie here. What? I said it's Marnie it's... here. How are you? Uh, pretty good. How are you doing? Very good. <laughs> Sounds like everybody's How doing How can we help you? Good. Yeah. Well, How can we help you, Sandy? Well, I mean, the kinesiology, uh, you know, with the body, do you yeah. actually feel feel what's in somebody else's body or just your own? Well, I actually, when I'm working with someone, I'm working on their goal and their, their person. So I'm, I'm actually asking their arm what's going on in their body. Okay. That makes sense. So why I use an arm is all I'm needing is a, a tool to facilitate so that the person can also understand that I'm working for them, not for myself. 
Okay, so it's about them. So we start off with a goal. So they might come to me and they're anxious. So instead of talking about their anxiety, we might say, I feel confident and and full of life. But that statement causes their body to feel stressed because that's not how they're feeling. And from isolating that out and saying, okay, well, if if you would like to feel confident, what do we need to work on? What body system is engaged in, in you feeling as though you've got no confidence? And their arm is the one that guides me. Now, you obviously can't ask very many um, technical questions. You've got to have a yes, no, or maybe response. So it's your ability to ask the, the questions of the person's body that, that leads you in the right pathway. Oh, okay. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, it, it does. But, I mean, it, I guess you just have a knowing of, of what... Yeah, I, I could use... I could use my own body for the response, but I find when I'm working face-to-face with clients, it's, it gives them a sense of that I'm working with them as opposed to me coming up with ideas without their, their input. But I also do do Skype sessions. So when I'm doing a Skype session, I actually will um, tap into the person's energy and then I get the response on my body because that's just how energy works. Okay. So you could actually tap into my energy and see what's going on with me. With permission, yes. Okay. And generally, as I said, a client will come to me. They may have many things that's going on in their life, but they they come to me with a specific one. They might talk about all their challenges and and sort of let it out because that's a two-way street. That's giving their body the memory of this is what I'm dealing with and this is some of the things that I've come through with. And then we can say to the person, okay, well, what, what thing, if you change one thing, how will that make you feel better? Or what do you think is the pivotal aspect you'd like to work on today? And they might say something and then then we base a goal because it's goal-orientated. Because you can have the one client can have a different muscle response based on different goals on the same treatment. Okay. Sandy, is that making any sense? I know we were supposed to be speaking on gratitude and things like that, and we weren't. I got off the track, didn't I? (laughs) No, it doesn't matter. Kinesiology is fine. Kinesiology is is a is a tool or a protocol to help a client facilitate healing or their journey. Say that again. Kinesiology is used as a tool or protocol to help a person uh, go through their health journey. Okay. May I suggest, Sandy, that you visit Marnie's website, kinique.com, K-I-N-I-Q-U-E.com. And Marnie's also available on Facebook. Hmm. You might like to mention that, Marnie. Yeah, it's Kinique Kinesiology on Facebook. So Kinique and then the word kinesiology. And I, I share a lot of um, information about how kinesiology works and, and different things that I do and angel work. But if you've got a specific question about gratitude or about your health, ask away. Well, about my health, yeah. Uh, is, you know, what's, like, my heart, what yeah. does that mean? In your heart, your heart is is your core center for um, positive emotions, but it's also where we hang on to a lot of our negative emotions, all right? When we're heart sick, when we're heart sore, our heart energy is trying to protect us because it doesn't want to be hurt anymore, all right? So when you've got a lot of heart energy going on, you you have a, um, a response where you're feeling, you might get palpitations, so it may make you um, sort of, your heart floats better or... or flip better and harder so you've got to look at why am I feeling this way so look for an actual word so some of the words that the emotions that sit with heart are feeling unbalanced not being forgiven losing our attunement so don't feel you don't feel like you're in alignment with what your life purpose or or what your life is like at the moment so what is making your heart sore or what is the word that you can say that your heart feels because when you can give the pain or whatever it is a word, you can go, okay, well, I can work on that because it's not unknown anymore. Okay. All right. So what is what sort of heart pain do you get? Oh, sadness and frustration. Yeah. 
So your sadness is about lo lack of love, not feeling that as though you're loved in the world and that there's no one um, there for you. Yeah. Yep. So, and listen, <laughs> just sometimes remember too that, that some of the love has got to come from our, us as well. So you've got to love yourself as well. So, And you've got to learn sometimes to do that because you might have been in situations where there's been a lot of negativity and you've lost the confidence about loving yourself. So rose okay. quartz is a very good quartz to, to have around you for that. It's a, it's a, bright, it's a, a really rose quartz. It's a crystal. Oh, the rose, rose quartz, quartz, okay. Yeah, it looks like that piece of um, yes, uh, no, coconut ice. Yeah, really soft pink. So that soft pink is, is, a, is a quartz or an energy that works with self-love. All right, so if you're starting to build that up, and as you build up your own belief in self, in love in self, you'll start to attract other people that will do the same. Okay. All right, so you, you, if you haven't got some rose quartz, you can use the colour to, to an advantage as well. So you can use that soft pink colour, so it's that very gentle um, coconut ice pink. And start wearing that. If it's not a colour that you wear normally, start to use it, whether you use it in jewellery or in your underwear or just in, as a, um, an extra colour within your person or your house. Okay. You know, get a, a simple way of doing it is buying a lovely soft pink bunch of flowers or a nice scatter cushion and start to bring that energy into your home as well. Okay. And right. I, would, I would say about that, gratitude, a lot of people don't have gratitude. <laughs> no, they don't, no. And look, that's no. something you have to learn how to do it sometimes too, Sandy. And, and to, we often talk about having the three um, points of gratitude per day. So each day at the end of the day, sit down and write down three aspects of the day that you are grateful for. It doesn't matter if it's the same thing every day for the next five weeks. Eventually it will change. But it makes you to start look for grateful moments within your life. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay. All right. I look forward to seeing you on my, my, um, my Facebook or my website. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you very much, Sandy. Now, Marnie, we have another caller, which is lovely. Yep. So I'm going to go to that person. We have area code 805. Welcome to Angel Cart Radio. Oh, thank you. Hi, this is Donna. How are you? Hi, Donna. I'm Hi. fine. <laughs> and um, go on. Delighted to have you here. How can Marnie assist you? I seem to have a lot of sadness sometimes. I mean, not sometimes, most of the time. I've had a hard life, and I don't know, I just see seems to be caught in my body like I, I just and it and it brings on a melancholiness I think yeah okay so um have you got uplifting things in your life as well no no so you need to find them so look sometimes we have to take ownership of what's going on so if we find we're being um if we're in a situation that we have no control over that means that your the work you work in or the place you live in or the people you associate with you haven't got control over um releasing or letting go so that they uplift you you then have to look outside of those fears to be uplifted so you need to say okay well something there is something in this world that will make me feel better what is it now, mm -hmm. at times you will be drawn to going to places that make you feel better. So um, is it work that's getting to you or your home life? Well, both. I'm not working and I have a housing appointment. I'm on housing. I've been on housing. I'm on disability. I've been on housing for a long time, but I don't know if it's going to go in my favor when I go for my appointment Friday. So if it doesn't, okay. then I have a place to live. All right, so the first thing you need to do is instead of um, adding to the fear of it not going well, you start saying very positively that um, you, your, life is, um, your life is uplifted and, and positive. Okay, so it's just a basic affirmation. My life is uplifted and positive. And start okay. saying that and owning it. Okay, can you remember that? Yeah, my life is uplifted and positive. Uplifted. 
positive. Yeah. I want you to use that as a um, an affirmation and a mantra and start saying it. If you can say it 10 to 15 times a day or write it down, that will start to lift your energy so that you start to vibrate at a higher energy. You need to raise your vibration to a higher energy. You need to incorporate the color apricot into your life so that's a soft orange sort of color. Okay. And apricot is a color for caring. Okay, so at the moment it's self-caring you. So whether, again, whether you do it in jewellery or just um, get drawn to buy yourself a nice bunch of flowers, whatever it is, just look for something that will change you. If you haven't got a, a lot of funds at the moment, you can go to the op shops and just buy a cushion that might be in that light apricot colour because that apricot okay. colour is, is very much a part of the healing that you're needing for your journey at the moment. All okay. right? Okay. Yeah. And it's about kindness. So as you start to raise your life energy, well, then your vibration picks up as well. When your Good. vibration picks up, you have a different response. So instead of being in fear, when you're in fear, you're scared about the interview on Friday, you're scared whether you're going to have a home or not, you're scared because you haven't got work, you're not well. All this is a fear mentality. You need to step out of that some way and say, yes, this is happening in my life. However... This is what I'm looking forward to. Does that make sense yeah. to you? So you, you be real about how you're feeling but say, yes, but I choose not to live in that, that energy. I need to pick my energy up. And you do that through affirmations, through um, if you like walking in the park or feeding the ducks or patting, patting an animal or the ocean, whichever it is that you're drawn to that makes you feel uplifted. If you can't go there, get a picture of it. Again, go to the library and look through some books and find some pictures and look at the pictures and go, oh, that's awesome. That's exactly what I'm after. And start telling the universe that I'm wanting positive reactions and outcomes, not the negative ones. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. And I, I, know, I know that, you know, sometimes you're feeling really low, but the only way to get out of low is to lift. And, and mm-hmm. quite often it's really confronting to know sometimes that we are the people that can only lift ourselves out of something other people can influence us but in the end it's our own responsibility to start to lift up and you'll do that with baby steps bit by bit bit by bit so go into that housing interview with a life that is lifted with anticipation of a positive result okay and it might not always be the exact positive result it might be the next step up and you go oh that's good well I've got this far now I've only got to go up to here so you've got that lifting yeah. going on, all right? And find Wonderful. people that uplift you. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're mm. out there. Find them. Okay. Thank you. All right. So good luck for Friday and, and expect a positive outcome. All right. Thank you, Marnie. All right. Thank you, Donna. Okay. Good. Thanks. Good on you, Donna. I'd like to thank our three callers today, Marnie, as well as you, because of what they have brought to the show. How? Because Donna then brought up the idea of fear. And, of course, where there is love, there's no room for fear. And when we have fearful thoughts, that's the energy we're putting out, which, of course, is what you were explaining to Donna. So... We can thank the fear for appearing because then we can acknowledge it and move through it. Yes, yes. Of course, that's very easily said. (laughs) It's another thing to do it. And I like the way you said baby steps because we Mm. are our, our own harshest critics. And we do. We We are. We would... We would wrap our arms around our best friend and yet at times we forget to do that to ourselves. Yep. You've got to come back to self. It always comes back to self. In some way, shape or form, it comes back to self. What am I um, able... Yeah, exactly. You've got to take responsibility and go, what can I do about it? You can get assistance, Mm -hmm. you can get help, you can get guidance... But in the end, the only person that can do it is yourself. So, and start listening to those angels and, and accept that they're there helping us. Mhm. Yes. So I, I, I had telling you, um, 
go on, sorry. I was going to say when we met the other day, I was saying to you that um, to help some of my clients sometimes trust their intuition, I actually created a healing mist called Angel Acceptance. And it's mm-hmm. about um, having the energy of vibrating or, or radiating with the vibration of joy and serenity. And that comes from being able to be open and receptive to divine guidance and um, knowing that it's there and that we can truly um, really, it helps you have clarity and, and direction. So trust the quest, trust the intuition you're getting. So I think that's the main thing I'm trying to tell people because it will help you. Yes, it will. And if you would like any of Marnie's mists, then visit Kanique.com because you can order them through Marnie and we've been talking today about what we can do for ourselves and then of course the tools that are there to assist us so you can do something for yourself by visiting Kanique.com and seeing the wonderful tools that Marnie has you might be interested in purchasing a copy of Marnie's book because that is such a tool. We don't need to read it from cover to cover. It's a great read. No. However, it's useful, so useful as a guide. You know, you might be looking for guidance. You can hold the book in your hands, ask a question and then see what particular area opens up for you. And tomorrow, talking about my book, mm-hmm. I'm going down to a recording studio to turn my book into an audio book. So um, soon, hopefully by the end Woo. of the month, I should have an audio book. So now my book is actually available as a hard copy. So that's the physical book that you can pick up and read. It now mm-hmm. is available on Kindle in um, Australia, America and the United uh, Kingdom. So um, if people need the links, just let me know. I've got the links for those. And after my audio work is done, it will be a audio book as well, like a podcast style of, of listening. So it's very exciting. Fan. I'm very excited. And well done, Marnie. That's just fabulous. And on that note, everybody, we will say fairly well. Marnie returns with me next month and I'm back with you next week and with me is going to be Maureen St. Germain uh, making a welcome return to Angel Heart Radio. May your week be a fabulous time. Remember gut feeling or intuition and gratitude. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Bye for now. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views expressed by hosts, co-hosts, callers, guests and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.